Hey guys, welcome to That's the Lauren Podcast. I'm Lauren Miller, I'm your host of this podcast, and I'm super excited to have you all. If you're new, welcome. Again, my name is Lauren, I'm an idiom Graham 3. If you're into Zodiacs, I'm a Sag. I go to Georgia State University, I'm a political science major with theater minor. Uh, I think that's what I normally say. Um, if you're not new, welcome back. If you're black, if you're a teen, if you're a girl, if you're a Christian, there's something here for you. Uh, I've been off for like two weeks, I think, since I've done the last pod. Two, three weeks, maybe. Um, so I feel like I'm kind of m- making sure I have my mojo back. But um, how have y'all been? I'm so interested. I-, I wish I could talk to y'all live. Like, Anyway, I'm really excited uh, about this upcoming week, about this semester, about this month. Y'all, it's Christmas time. I love Christmas. I love, love, love Christmas. I love spending money. I love the holidays. I love the pajamas. I love the I love the gifts. I love the camaraderie. I love the food. I'm that kind of person. I'm not big on Halloween, but like after Halloween is has concluded, so November first is Christmas all the way until Thanksgiving Day. That Thanksgiving, and then after is Christmas. So from November to about mm, January fifteenth is Christmas time in my book. I'm really excited this year. I'm going all out custom uh, gift wrapping paper. My gift, uh, I've already planned out all my gifts. How, you know, this summer, it was one of my relative's birthday. I'm really big on birthdays. I'm, I'm really big, I, I think I show love with gifts. But anyway, I, I, I think that's my love language is gift giving in terms of how I show love. I receive love, words of affirmation and quality time. But I think I show it by gifts because I'm really big on like holidays and things like that and giving gifts specifically. But, I got, it was their birthday, and I was really excited about it, and I forgot that, you know, post-pandemic, you can't order something and it'd be here guaranteed a couple days. So I was so mad, because I wanted everything, I like things to come at the same time, all of that, so this time I ensured that I knew how long everything would take, I know exactly what I'm getting for every person, I know exactly how long the shipping's going to take, I know exactly when to order it, still is here, and it's time for me to prep it, make the tree look pretty. Um, my family, we put the tree up Thanksgiving night or the next morning. Um, I like the gifts to be sitting under there pretty early. I think that gifts make the tree look pretty. Um, so I've already, I've already told my mom, you know, what colors I'm thinking for the tree. I, listen, I am that girl. I know, I know what stocking colors we want. I'm, I know what we're matching pajamas. We, I sent her the link for the matching pajamas and she didn't like them. So we got, I got to find a different, uh, different, uh, set, but. All of that, that's totally me. Custom stockings, the names on it. Like, I am, yes, yes, yes. I love, love, love Christmas. I love the holidays. I love it, love it, love it. So I'm really excited about that. And that's around the corner. It makes me really happy. You know how some people say that they have, like, seasonal depression? I think, like, I genuinely think the summer is not my season. I do not like the summer. I think it's stupid. Winter makes me happy because it's Christmas. I don't know. I like being cold. The summer's hot. That could be it. It's a lot of people out when it's hot. When it's cold, everybody want to be inside, and that's why I like to go outside because nobody is outside. You see, I think winter is my thing. I know some people have like winter uh, seasonal depression because it's dark and things like that. And you know, God bless them because that you know I wish the best for them. But for me, I think winter is is is, is my mojo. I'm really excited about that. Um, my birthday, I'll be 19 December 18th. I'm really excited about that. My mom's house anniversary is November 22nd. We've been in our house for one year. I don't think my mom watches the pod, so I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> if you do, hello, mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be crazy if she never listened to it and listened to this one pod. Like, really? But anyway, um, 
I'm thinking I'm gonna do something special. Well, I know I am, but I also think in the in the process of my mom purchasing this home, we were recording everything. We recorded the design meeting. We recorded everything. Every time we went to go visit it, it was, it's pretty far from civilization. So uh, it, it, it was a journey or a trip every time we went to go see it. But I recorded every time. Some of the footage, of course, got lost over time, but a lot of it I still have. And I think I'm going to try edit a video like a you know just to remember like wow because a year it doesn't even feel like a, it's been a year it still feels like a new house it still feels the same really exciting and all of that so i'm really excited for her and to be able to celebrate her in that way and to be able to celebrate her um i'm really excited about that okay now that we got that all out of the way guys 2023 is around the corner i oh this is another thing that you guys should know about me i guess since since we're going to be in this pot thing for a long time I am big on the new year. I'm I'm really, I love the idea of fresh start goals. I am, like I said in the beginning, I am an Enneagram 3. We are like the workaholics. We're the ones that plan. Um, we just we just like to see things go, 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 go. So I'm big on it. It makes me happy. I do like the whole vision board. Like I, I love it. Now, do I always follow them? Not exactly. But it makes me really happy, especially when I do follow it and then I, um, I compare my vision board from January 1st to December, excuse me, to December 31st to see everything I've done and everything I, I haven't done. And like, you know, just compare and contrast and see what I could have done better, all that kind of stuff. I love it, love it, love it. But I think my goal, I know it's kind of early. Some of y'all are like, what? But I think my goal for 2023 is to, a couple of things. Um, I'm going to name it Code. Code consistency organization discipline and efficiency that is my goal for 2023 um i'm very good at making things happen if you want a gorilla wow who's texting my phone first of all if you want <laughs> a gorilla to fly from the abyss I will figure out a way to make it happen. If you want, you know, if you want a helicopter to land on top of the building, I'm gonna find a way to make it happen. But uh, because I am that way, I, I don't always get the best result or, or do things uh, efficiently. And I think that's my goal for 2023. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm the go-getter. I'm glad I'm able to, to execute, but I want to execute efficiently. So that's the E. Discipline. Wow. Okay, y'all gonna keep texting me. Discipline. Um, I talked about it. That was actually my first episode of the pod. And I think with some things I've been extremely disciplined in and other things I slacked off, and I'm able to admit that and I'm, I'm upfront about that. And so I think there's a lot of room for improvement in that area. When it comes to my work and with that, I'm very disciplined. But again, you know, we're here for personal growth. Um, and so discipline again, the O, organization. I am very organized. When I say organization, I don't mean planning when I say organization. When I say organization, I mean, if anything, I would say it's more personal and emotional organization i think that this last quarter that we were in so uh from what is that maybe like june to i don't know october 
isn't that the quarter? I think, I don't know. That, the, th- the third quarter of the year has taught me and just shown me a lot in terms of my relationships and friendships and things like that. Um, that I needed to see, and I didn't realize that I, I was, I was doing a couple things. I was one, I was mismanaging some relationships. I think the reason why I was mismanaging it leads to number two, which is the fact that I think I, uh, for lack of better words, misinterpreted or misunderstood what the relationship meant or what it was. Um, you ever get mess somebody and they're like, oh, that's my best friend. You're like, that's not my, that's not my best friend. You're like, mm-mm. And you guys are two different pages. I think a lot of times uh, when it comes to the people that are closest to me, I am not very direct, which is so weird. When it comes to other people, work, job, school, I'm very direct. I'm a, I'm a straight shooter. You're going to know exactly what I'm thinking, blah, 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 blah. When it comes to my, like, my very personal day-to-day relationships, I am not um, very direct. And I think it's bitten me in the butt because it leaves room for error and miscommunication and assumption uh, and unmet un- expectations. Uh, and so you end up, you end up getting hurt. That sucks. Nobody wants to be hurt. But I think just being like, understanding that everybody, everybody's role in my life is not the same. And I think that as I mature slowly, of course, but as I mature, I'm seeing maybe they weren't a bad person. Maybe it wasn't a bad friendship. I just put a bad definition on it. And so now I'm trying to compare it to this, this image I have in my head, which is not their responsibility to fulfill. If, if if in my head we're best friends and you're supposed to call me every day, but in your head we, we just cool and I call you once a month, then in my mind you're going to be a bad best friend. But you never sign up to be my best friend at all. Of course that's a very simple uh, explanation or example, but it's the simple things like that. Understanding what this relationship means, not only to me, but to you. I think that's... Uh, uh, a very key component that I was missing in a lot of my relationships. And so in the in the third quarter of this year, I went on a cutting off spree. Not cutting off as, I don't want to say cutting off. That's that's a misinterpretation of what I'm trying to say. Um, I just went, I, it is very easy for me to distance myself because I do enjoy being by myself. But I think a misconception is that I like to be alone all the time. I actually don't. I love company when I like the company. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if it's good company, if it doesn't make me feel overwhelmed or overstimulated or anything like that, I love company. Um, not too much. Of course, I have a social battery that is very, you know, low. But I enjoy being around people when it's good energy, good vibes, and I feel good. It, it makes me feel good to be around people that I love. And, and it's not overbearing for me. Um, why did I say that? Oh, yes, 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 yes. And so it's easy for me to kind of, you know, I don't want to say disappear, but we'll kind of fall back and no one notice because I'm naturally that way. I'm not naturally in people's faces all the time. And, you know, reflecting on that time, I'm like, some of this maybe could have been restored had I just had a direct conversation um, with that person or those people and, and said, hey, this is what I see this relationship as. This is what I see this 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 as. What do you see this as? And I think that could have saved me a lot of time, 
uh, a lot of tears, all of that. <laughs> Just being like, hey, this is what I see it as. This is what I view it as. This is what I expect. And then judging that person on that, on the, uh, uh, judging them based upon the agreement requirements you guys made together. I think that's what I missed in a lot of my friendships in the past. And so it's been, uh, it's been interesting. It's been very, I feel like socially and emotionally, I am rebuilding my life. Therapy, I am really improving, guys. I, let's say this right now. I am killing it, okay? I know therapy ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, no race, no competition. I am killing the game right now. I am killing it, okay? Like, triple double killing it. I am killing it, like, for real. And, um, so I'm really excited about that. But literally, even, even in therapy, I'm literally rebuilding myself emotionally. All around, really, I am rebuilding myself the way I communicate. And, 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 um, I tell my friend, shout out to Zach, all the time, I said, and actually, I said it in a, in a, in a previous part too. I said, you know, unspoken expectation and assumption leads to miscommunication. And I would preach that to him, preach that, preach, 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 preach. But I didn't preach it in my own life. And I realized, okay, all of these needs are unmet. And I'm upset at these people. But I'm not vocalizing what I need. Or if I've been a certain way for so long where I didn't communicate what I needed or I didn't communicate what I liked, how can I expect them to shift overnight? They can't. And so I'm in that space now of like, okay, let me step back. But for me, um, I talked to my therapist, it is, I do not do well with rejection. So if I, on the rare occasion, you know, now that I'm going through therapy where I will communicate to someone what I need and I feel like they're not taking it seriously or they're not putting back, like putting forth their best, their best effort, it feels like a rejection. I'm not going to ask you again. So now my need is unmet, um, like it was beforehand. But now I'm super upset because now it feels like a rejection. And that's what we're working through in therapy is that like, Lauren, you've been this way for 19, almost 19 years of your life. Well, not 19, probably about 15. 15 years away of your life, like you have to allow people to shift. They're, they're, not, they're not used to you saying how you feel. They're not used to you expressing what you need. And so that's what I've been doing. That is a phew. Listen, I am not a crier. But that right there. Mm -mm -mm. Lord knows that's been tough for me, but it's so necessary. It's so necessary. So that's been tough. That's what I've been going through emotionally, just working through that kind of stuff. So I can be better. So I can be better for the people around me. Um, ugh, whew, that's a lot. And then socially, I don't think I've really found my, my folks on, well, I don't want to say that because I'm in this thing called, well, I don't want to say that either because y'all, some of y'all are weird. I'm in this, uh, program at my school. And some of those people are so dope. Like, they're really cool people, and I'm excited to get to know them a little uh, deeper. But overall, I, I really am to myself on campus. Um, I think next year, not as in, like, not as in, like, spring semester, but next fall semester, fall 2023, I think I'll start to branch out and really kind of find my way on campus. Um, but, yeah, like, rebuilding socially, I, man, I cut ties with 10 plus year friendships with the S. <laughs> so when you talk about rebuilding, listen, I understand what it's like 
when, mind you, I'm only 18 right now. So if we've been friends for, let's say, nine years or 10 years, that's over half my life. But mind you, you don't even remember your life till you're about maybe like four years old. So most of my memory, most of my life, I've had you in it versus not. You know what I mean? And so if you're going through that, I understand. <laughs> it is very challenging. Um, it sucks. Again, some of it could have been restored through communication, but it's like, we're here. Might as well cut it off. If we if we find our way back, you know, then let's let's do it. Let's work on it. But at this point, you can't keep saying the same thing over and over again. You can't keep expecting the same things. Um, you can't you can't keep expecting different things, doing the same thing. Isn't that what Einstein says is the definition of like uh, stupidity or something like that, or insanity, is doing the same thing and expecting a different result? So I literally have gone through my life picking like okay. Mm, are you contributing contributing to my life or not? Eh, maybe not. Okay, whatever. And it hurts. It hurts like heck. These are people that I love. Um, another thing that a lot of people don't get to see about me that my like very close family knows, I am very, 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 very empathetic. Now, you cannot tell. On the outside looking in, you cannot tell. I do a great job of acting like I don't care. Because sometimes I don't. Let's be clear. I don't. <laughs> um, but Lauren, at her most raw, healed state, I am very empathetic. I feel, ooh, I feel people's pain. I feel people's, I, I, I feel it all. And so I think at a younger age, um, in an attempt to save myself from heartache or just all those emotions, I kind of, kind of turn that off a little bit. Try to like, you know, create some barriers, some boundaries around my heart. And I think I overdid it, <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> Which you know, of course, backfires in the long run. But I definitely created boundaries. Like, oh no, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. But at my most raw form, I care so much. Like, um, I've been in church all my life. I've been singing church as, as as long as I can remember, leading songs since I think I was like seven. So I've been I've been in, you know I you know yeah. So I've been in church for a very long time, and at my church, shout out to the Dream Center Church of Atlanta, Bishop William Murphy, Pastor D, love y'all. Okay, um, shout out to them. But there was a point in time a couple years ago where it felt like we would have altar call every single week. And it, you know, it was a, it was it was good because people were getting free and all of that. But seeing people cry makes me cry faster than anything else. Seeing people like get breakthrough, whatever, like all of that sends me to a place that is like nothing else can send me there that that fast. It I don't know. Now me, you know, I, uh, it's whatever, whatever. But if I see somebody else cry that I love or care about, it just. I, I can't, I cannot take it. I can't take it, I can't take it, I can't take it. Uh, and also another thing in terms of tears, I, good tears versus bad tears don't, in my mind, there is no difference. So you could be, oh, I'm so happy, but I'm crying. Like, it, it doesn't matter to me. Tears are tears are bad. In my mind, tears equate to sadness and, and bad things, and it's just really bad, right? So repealing those layers of like vulnerability and and 
just empathy has been so challenging. Especially when, again, you're cutting off the people who have known you the longest. There are moments, there are jokes, there are times when only this one person will understand her. I want, I, I want to talk to only this one. Do y'all know what it's like to want to talk to one, this one specific person and being like, Mm -mm. I gotta grow. I gotta evolve past them or past this relationship, and it doesn't make them. A, it doesn't make them a bad person. Because again, now that I am growing and maturing, some of those relationships I see how they could have been restored, or I see how I played a role in in their failure per se. But it's like sometimes you gotta sit back. Us, if we restore this relationship to its, you know, top tier state, is it worth it? And what I mean, is it worth it? I don't mean, like, is the relationship worth it? Is the work it's going to take worth it? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. And so I think I've chosen the hard route, which is just to kind of be like, I'm done. Deuces. Um, it sucks. These are people I've known. Some of them, it's not as long as 10 years, of course. But 10, 9, 3, 7 years and really being like, this relationship is one-sided or this relationship is not benefiting me in any way. I'm, I, you're a leech. I, you're depleting me. You know what I mean? Now, again, it could be that I had a bad definition of these relationships. But at this point, I've, I have made my bed. I got to lay in it. Um, I'm always willing to. Lauren, don't lie on this podcast. <laughs> I, in some of these cases, I am willing to regain our friendship to a certain degree slowly. And and if I think there's maturity, because again, if I cut you off or if I kind of pull back for a certain reason, why would I jump right back in? And there's been no change. Expecting something different. That doesn't make sense. So that's what Lauren's been doing with her life. Um, I encourage y'all to, like, survey your friends. And it doesn't have to be anything bad or shady. It doesn't have to be any subliminal posts and all that jazz y'all be doing. <laughs> but really just look. Look over your life. Look over your friendships. Look over all that and just say, like, hey, what's going on? Is this benefiting me? Is this making me better? Is this, is this making me more focused? And how is it affecting me? I'd much rather miss the... I, 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 I much rather miss the idea of you than to live with the real you and be hurt by you. And I just... I'm in a space. I'm in a space where I just, I just don't want friendships that are one-sided. I don't want friendships that feel like, hmm, how can I explain it? That feel like without me working hard, they, they won't stay afloat. I don't want that anymore. I crave isn't the right word. I desire friendships and relationships where. When I affect you negatively or positively, it affects me. And, and and some of those relationships, it was just so, like, so much crap. And just so many years of, like, 
you allowed me to be someone I wasn't. You allowed me to step outside of my character. And I think that if you really loved me, you would have realized that A, you were hurting me, and B, I was hurting myself by allowing you to hurt me. Love me, love me enough to know that you don't deserve me and let me go. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's real love. Hey, what, what are we doing here? I think that's real love. Some people are gonna disagree. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> but I think that's real love. I, I see that, I see that this relationship is not benefiting you and it's hurting you. And I care about you enough as a person outside of me to want the best for you. That's what I want. And so if the best for me is with or without you, I'm willing to take it. Or because I love you so much, I'm going to fix whatever or work whatever the problem is so that I can be a part of your life. That's where I'm headed. That's where I'm headed. In my relationships, my friendships, and also in myself. Like, hey, like I said a couple of pause back, we can't ask for things that we're not ready for. So if I'm asking for this maturity, that means that that means that I, I got I gotta work on my direct communication. I have to work on my vulnerability. Which I've been doing in therapy, which is very hard, people. <laughs> but I have to I have to work on those things. And I'm doing them but continually, which is why I said the goal for twenty twenty three is code. But I think we can apply that now. I mean, I, I, I got to go to, to therapy every Wednesday for an hour. Well, it's like 50 minutes, but, you know, whatever. 50 minutes. Unpack what's going on. Kind of, you know, survey my life, see what's going on, take it to God, whatever. And apply it. And that's what I've been doing. Um, do that. Go over your list of people. And, again, like I said, it doesn't have to be a cutoff thing. Maybe just some distance. Or maybe in my mind, over time, the goal is to kind of lower your rank in my life. Because there can still be, I love you, I got your back, but just boundaries. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I think that's this, the title of this pod. Is that Lauren is going through a change of boundaries in every sense. Um, and I'm I'm excited. I... I believe in myself. I know I can get through it. Um, I've gone through the hardest challenges and seasons of my life without one friend knowing what's going on. So I'm confident I can get through this. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see what's on the other side of it too. Just healthy, pure, authentic relationships. I'm so excited to um, live those out and see see what they have to offer. So that's your homework. Go out, look at your friends, look at the people around you. How are we affecting each other? Am I, is me being in your life good for you? And if it's not, am I willing to change or leave so that you can be great? That's love. Find love and cut off hate. <laughs> okay. I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Um, oh my God, I totally forgot. Top albums, Top Galbraith, Encounter. That man, oh my God, he nailed it. Not a skip on the album. Um, uh, Ty Tribbett, All Things New. Again, 
and Worship Me Justice by Lee Murphy. Uh, man, I feel like all of those have been in the top three before. Oh, well, they're, they're back. Um, yeah, another thing. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Speaking of boundaries, y'all. You know what? We'll talk about that next week. Next week will be boundaries part two because I, I just thought about something. I'm going to write it down so I can remember. Um, I'm really, ooh, that's going to be really good because I've, I've lived that out. Next week is going to be boundaries around time and time management. So be looking out for that. Thank you all for listening. My name is Lauren Miller. You can follow me on Instagram at Lauren Miller underscore underscore. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-M-I-L-L-E-R underscore underscore on Instagram. It's Lauren Miller on TikTok. And uh, I hope you have an amazing, amazing, amazing week, amazing day. Stay positive. Create those boundaries. Do what's best for you and people around you. Love hard. Live hard. Wait, what? No. What is it? Love hard. Laugh hard. Live easy. I think. Bye. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bye, y'all.